Hello, longevity friends. Claudia from Berzelager here, and welcome to the Longevity and Lifestyle podcast, where I invite pioneers and thought leaders in all things longevity and lifestyle to give you the strategies, tools, and practices to live better and reach your highest potential. Today's episode is from an Instagram live I did with gut philosophy founder and functional nutritionist Elena Rolt on intermittent fasting. We cover what exactly fasting and intermittent fasting are, how to do it, benefits, hacks, potential risks, what to watch out for, and much more. If you like these types of episodes with Instagram lives, let me know by sending me a DM on Instagram at Longevity and Lifestyle and what you might like to hear more of. Before we begin, please hit subscribe to the podcast and share it with those you love. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a short review. It takes just a few seconds, but means the world to me and helps me get the best guests and content for you. And I love reading your reviews. Thanks so much and please enjoy. Hello, Hello Elena. Hi. How are you? Fantastic. Good to have you here. Thank you. So excited for us to yeah. be on today and discussing such a cool hack to living really, really well. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. It's one of my favorite topics, definitely. One of the coolest tools we can have to use. Mm -hmm. However, some people don't use it correctly. And we're here to clarify all the different issues which you may experience while you're going to limited fasting. And we really want just to help you just to do the best, to use this tool the best, right? To yeah. get the best out of it. And I think people are just joining now. And in case you, you mm. didn't see our announcement, what we're going to talk about today is fasting and this particular intermittent fasting and what it is and what it's not. Um, because and I'm sure, Elena, you too. When I talk about fasting, people are like, oh, well, you can't starve yourself. I mean, this isn't like a bread and water diet. There's um, almost a technicality to it, but it's super simple. And actually, it's free. So <laughs> it's quite a powerful tool. But Elena, Absolutely. do you want to kick off and maybe just explain to people exactly what is fasting how do you describe um fasting in, in your textbook yeah absolutely so fasting is really a type it's the pattern of eating it's not a diet it's a pattern and we all go through fasting when we sleep at night that's our mm -hmm. natural over overnight fasting right so mm -hmm. this just just literally means not eating but yeah. because we're living in such a world where it's a lot of snacking all the time, we're eating very early in the morning, we're eating late at night, this whole fasting idea is actually not new, right? It's like it's been, people have been experiencing religious fasting for centuries. Mm -hmm. But also in general, fasting simply means having a period of not eating anything and just drinking water. And what I love, one of the, the, my favorite analogies as well, is if you think back sort of from a human evolutionary perspective, you look at cavemen and women, right? They used to go days without eating and the human species would completely be dead if there wasn't a mechanism in the body to actually produce energy and survive while about hunting and looking for new food as well. And yep. so that's the, the beauty of, of the body being able to flip into ketosis, which, which we can obviously jump into. Yeah. Um, Elena, let's talk about the different types of intermittent fasting. What are you, some of your favorites? What do you recommend some of your clients? So there are, I would say, four main types of intermittent mm -hmm. fasting. So it's basically finding a pattern of not eating, which works for your social life and just works for your health, really. So the, one of the most studied uh, in the literature, it's called alternate day fasting, which mm -hmm. means you're eating normally for one day, and the next day you 
have a very limited restricted um, food meal, like usually 20 to 25% of calories. So usually just one meal per day. The mm -hmm. next day you eating again normally, and then the day after that you're not eating and so on. That's alternate mm -hmm. day fasting. Then mm -hmm. you have five, two, which is five days of normal eating. And then you have two days, could be consecutive days, like let's say Friday and Saturday, you're having this restricted eating. So one meal per day. Mm -hmm. Or it could be Monday and Wednesday. The trick is to find the days that work for you, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, if you, and have to, you have to stick to it as well. So if you're doing Monday and Friday, you have to be as consistent as possible. So mm -hmm. that's other type of fasting. And, and just to um, make a point, the, a point to that as well, I think that the human body, just to say how important it is to be that consistency, that the human body reacts so well to that consistency. It's like a small child. It loves the same routine and it just works so, so beautifully when you get that routine. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because all your hormones are, are, dr are driven by these habits in a way. So that's mm -hmm. why it may, we're going to go into this, but it, that's why it could be a little bit difficult to get into intermittent fasting. So the third type of intermittent fasting is probably one of the most popular ones. Mm -hmm. It's the time-restricted feeding. So basically having your fasting uh, window or eating window. It's easier to focus on the positive. My eating window from 12 p.m. until 8 p.m. That's mm -hmm. my eight-hour eating window. And mm -hmm. in the literature, you have 16-8, meaning 16 hours of not eating, eight hours of eating. Mm -hmm. This eight hours is a little bit of, it's not a magic number. It's just mm -hmm. literally based on the laboratory because it was done in animals, and it's just much easier to feed animals within eight hours because the lab workers need to come in. <laughs> Clean this, clean it the was cells. Shift, the normal shift hours, yeah. Absolutely. It's literally, it's not a magic number. So uh -huh. your eating window could be six hours or it could be 10 hours. As mm -hmm. long as you stick to it, and as you mentioned, as long as you have this consistency mm -hmm. in terms of following the same pattern over and over again. And mm -hmm. this 16-8 or eating window, it could be done every day. It could mm -hmm. be done three days a week. As long as your window is consistent, this mm -hmm. is the best. Well, that's what we're seeing in the research. Yeah. And two things I'd like to discuss as well, which I think are super interesting. Um, one was a really important point you made when we first were discussing this offline separately a while ago, already last year. But the fact that you can't or you shouldn't be looking at fasting, especially for women, if there's certain imbalances going on be it you know you have certain minerals that are low etc so can you walk through some of the main things where you know it's kind of like tidy up your house first before you yeah, actually no absolutely so, can so, you talk um, a bit um, about that Sure. I'm, I'm seeing intermittent fasting as your health optimization tool. But mm -hmm. before you can optimize your health, you need to clean up your health first. So it's yeah. going back to foundation. Like let's say if you have a house and you want to have this beautiful designed interior inside with the beautiful curtains and furniture, mm -hmm. but your plumbing is off and you have mold <laughs> in, the, in the basement mm -hmm. and your electricity is not working really well, it's mm -hmm. no point to have this beautiful interior. So for me, intermittent fasting is really the next step. It's yeah. really getting you in the ultimate performance, making sure it's really anti-aging tool. So if you have any issues, and the most common ones, which I see a lot at the clinic, is people, especially women, with the thyroidal issues, mm -hmm. people who are already quite stressed out and have some adrenal issues, mm -hmm. trying to embark on this intermittent fasting and actually creating more damage than mm -hmm. the, the benefits. So you want to make sure you do not have any glaring hormonal imbalances. 
Mm-hmm. So hormones, hormones are the yeah. main one to look out for, right? So hormones uh, definitely. So men, and women. Mm-hmm. for men and women so female hormones like if you're having issues with the fertility if you have a severe pms this mm-hmm. is not the time to do intermittent fasting or mm-hmm. you can do it really gently mm-hmm. um so just to talk about the hormonal imbalances the insulin one so the the pre diabetes if anything mm-hmm. intermittent fasting is a great tool to support your insulin sensitivity but mm-hmm. then you need to obviously it will be very dependent on your personal um, circumstances are you on any med- uh, medications if you are not how dysregulated your blood sugar but in general if you are trying to improve your blood sugar and you're mm-hmm. not in a very sort of severe situation then intermittent fasting could be a great tool it mm-hmm. could be difficult in the beginning but this is something that would support your insulin sensitivity over time ideally you would do it with a Uh, with a with a professional or with some supervision yeah exactly and i i think what's beautiful about it is that you can you can mix it up you don't need to go you know cold turkey let's say and do you know 20 hour fast from today or tomorrow and also changing your diet a little bit the hours that you're actually eating as well as really looking for nutritious food to really feel the benefits as well but i think you know that is one of the key messages is that if you want to start intermittent fasting for longer periods than just the overnight 12 hours like make sure that you know your biomarkers all those things are are in a good place right and that you're getting enough sleep etc because otherwise you're stressing your body and you're aging yourself so you're kind of defeating the purpose that, of what you're doing that's it this is the key point because any type of fasting would be a stress to your body so you mm-hmm. want to be using this stress to your benefit yeah. you don't want to stress yourself excessively so if you are let's say going through some stressful period maybe you're recovering from an infection or if you have an exam preparation or you have young kids at home really not a good time to start doing the <laughs> 20 hours non eating 4 hours of eating you probably going to completely dysregulate yourself so it has as you said it's literally mm-hmm. using common sense and i would say start from overnight fasting because to mm-hmm. be honest if you start asking people what is your what time do you have dinner or having it mm-hmm. at 7 that's mm-hmm. not your dinner this is when you start your dinner right mm-hmm. so you finish yep. your dinner by 8 and then some people have a late night snack and then they wake up and they have a bit of a breakfast with the kids at 7am so actually doing 12 hours fasting yeah. it's not that common yeah in in <laughs> reality right so no exactly and i, I think hours. people need to be aware of it and there's a really cool app actually called zero there's a free version and then there's a freemium model as well where you can upgrade and zero i think is really cool because you can just tap um start so basically as soon as you finish your dinner and you can actually really know in which phase you are for fasting so yeah, yeah it's 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 just a really great app that's actually backed also by Dr. Peter Atia which I Yeah you know, I love I that one know. as well I love uh, yeah. using this app that's brilliant Yeah so. I find it really cool to see in which phase you're in and then if you're doing a longer phase uh, fast as well then you can actually see when you're hitting into ketosis and things like that which is really incredible Um for people interested what do you think Elena to explain okay. the the like what goes on the benefits of fasting you know what is happening in your gut what is happening with your telomeres like what are the different anti-aging benefits as well that go on okay so for me i would say the three most important ones uh, the benefits so the number mm-hmm. one i would definitely say it's metabolic flexibility so making sure that your glucose levels are dropping your insulin sensitivity is improving mm-hmm. that your glycogen which your storage of your sugar in the liver is decreasing that yeah. would be by far probably one of the most important ones because mm-hmm. insulin is such an important hormone which regulates everything else and links mm-hmm. to everything else mm-hmm. so that would be number one number two for me would be anti-aging really 
So this is the, during fasting, when we're not eating, we start actually recycling this cellular, uh, cellular debris, uh, cellular waste. Waste, yeah. So if you think about the, like cell, like a mm -hmm. little household, Mm -hmm. And this household accumulates different ways during the day. Mm -hmm. And at night when we're not eating, mm -hmm. this waste is being recycled. Mm -hmm. And the old organelles, cellular organelles, is being used for, for different functions. Mm -hmm. So this process is called autophagy. So basically self-eating and clean up this waste. Mm -hmm. And the fasting, and it's, it's a lot of evidence in the, in the literature, suggests mm -hmm. that this process is kicking in when you're not eating. So it's over, over time, this is mm -hmm. a proper anti-aging benefits. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. my number two. And number three, it's really what you um, implied was the ketosis. So mm -hmm. ketosis is a state where you're using ketones instead mm -hmm. of the glucose as your main energy source. Mm -hmm. And these ketones, they can uh, cross the blood-brain barrier. Mm -hmm. Your brain loves it, basically. Yeah. The, <laughs> your brain loves it, exactly. Yeah. And if uh -huh. you have this uplifting in your mood some people mm -hmm. saying like i'm just feeling so great when i'm ketosis like my mm -hmm. mood is lifted i'm having clarity in my in my in my thinking yeah so this is like a cognitive a brain health is a really yeah. strong advantage of of fasting mm -hmm. and number four i would say weight loss but people i mean weight loss comes naturally it's not a diet as i said it's really yeah. a pattern which you should be using for all the different other advantages and some people do see weight loss as mm -hmm. the, just the positive side effects of, of intermittent fasting. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't focus on it for specifically for weight loss. If you want to lose weight, you need to address the issues first. There are probably reasons for the weight loss. Yeah. So we have a question from Thilo. Thank you for, for um, the questions as well. Does it make sense to combine intermittent fasting with low carb? Yeah. So, so I, think I mean, it goes like, what are your objectives, right? So yeah. what are your objectives with intermittent mm -hmm. fasting? I, I, is it for your brain health? Is it for your anti-aging? Is mm -hmm. it for the weight loss? I would say low-carb and intermittent fasting does work in particular if you're dealing with the any metabolic inflexibility. So if you want to make sure that your insulin sensitivity is really improved, if you're trying to, if you know your markers and you're trying to improve your markers, then mm -hmm. it makes sense, yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think it's almost thinking intermittent fasting and then increasing the variety of veg vegetables you have and really clean, nice, like grass fed meats. Um, yeah. So weight loss, anti-aging, well-being. Exactly. That. Yeah. So um, yeah. All, all the best ones. I wouldn't say I'm a really big believer in the low carb. There are some disadvantages, but it definitely works for some people in the, in the, shorter term in particular mm -hmm. yeah. so for the lower carbs you just need to watch out what are you excluding because some people go really severe and they just exclude a, a lot of different foods and they can damage their microbiome in the long term mm -hmm. i'm sure you know like how passionate i'm about my microbiome <laughs> so which i've learned like, is so essential yeah, yeah exactly. it's uh -huh. crucial for anti-aging so yeah. if you want to stick to the low carb just ensure that you have a really good variety of vegetables yeah, and and all different vegetables. Obviously, and, and don't. I, and go, I really yeah. want to reiterate this point about having. It's like eating the rainbow, right? And eating about thirty different types of of mainly vegetables, organic vegetables. If you're eating the the skin with it each week, because you're feeding them the gut, gut microbiome, which means that the whole system is working right. So the, the 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 gut is basically the second brain. They've actually found that there's as many neurons in your gut as there is in a dog. And I mean, we think dogs are pretty intelligent. So clearly, you want to be feeding. <laughs> 
feeding your microbiome um, really, really well as well. And I think what happens a lot when people do a diet is that they find some something online, there's like five different recipes, and then they just repeat the same things. And after about two weeks, they're, they're pretty much ready to, <laughs> to pull. I'm, I'm, a really, yeah, yeah. I'm a really anti-diet person. Yeah. I would never put, I mean, some, sometimes you do need to restrict certain things when you're trying to work on the imbalances, but that's a very targeted approach. We know mm -hmm. what we're trying to achieve. I usually measure those things as well, but I, I would never say go on this diet or that diet or that yeah. diet. Intermittent fasting is not a diet and that's the beauty of it, right? We're <laughs> all doing it anyway. Yeah. You just need to do it in a way that it supports your anti-aging, well-being, your yeah. brain health and everything yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. And I think just to recap for people just joining now is that it's very much, you know, making sure the baseline is really good, that you're in a good place, that you're not super stressed out because it's going to add to aging as well and that your gut health isn't a good thing. And then when you do your, your eating windows, if you will, that you choose really beautiful food that's really delicious, really good, really healthy, obviously try and avoid sugar um, and or there's like organic stevia and obviously good replacements as well and having a, a diverse range um, of, of vegetables. And I love it, as Elena says as well, like eat the mm -hmm. rainbow. And I think just remembering that, like, have you eaten the rainbow today, right? Like, have you really yep. had some paprika and the whole the whole range of, of things and, and eggplant and things like that as well. So just mixing it up. Um, Elaine, I'd like to also touch on one thing that came up for me, right? Because I had the um, aura ring on, so I was monitoring my sleep at night and then I had a continuous glucose monitor. And so I thought I was being very clever and doing my long period of intermittent fasting. And what we were seeing when we were discussing it together is that my, um, my blood sugar levels were dropping so low, right? I was hypoglycemic. They were around like 40 or something at night. Mm which was then triggering a cortisol response in the body, which was waking me up several times a night without me even knowing it, and which was mm -hmm. leading to um, brain fog and things as well. Can you explain the mechanism behind situations like that? And what, um, there's a really cool hack for everyone listening to yeah. it. So maybe you can just explain the, the science behind it and I can share the, the hack. So, so, so basically when you're not eating, when you're fasting, what happens, your blood sugar starts dropping and this is actually quite a stressful for your body, in particular if you don't have this flexibility, if you cannot switch from burning your, your sugar into burning your fats quickly enough. Mm -hmm. And I would say a majority of people will have some sort of inflexibility. So this, when this switch is not happening, your blood sugar drops too low, so you're becoming mm -hmm. hypoglycemic, a low mm -hmm. blood sugar. And what happens? It's a stress response. So your body needs to generate energy from somewhere and mm -hmm. your adrenaline goes up, so that's stressful for you, and it tells to your uh, liver, go and produce a new glucose for me. So your liver starts producing glucose. So actually, you're still running in the glucose mm -hmm. in a way. But this adrenaline shot, in your case, was waking you up at night mm -hmm. because yeah. you were going into this glycemic, a hypoglycemic response. Yeah. So we want to avoid that by starting... So if you thinking that maybe your blood sugar regulation is not that optimal. Well, first of all, you can measure that. Measure your insulin, mm -hmm. fasted insulin, yeah. measure mm -hmm. fasted glucose, and mm -hmm. measure something called glycosylated hemoglobin, HbA1c. Those mm -hmm. three things, measure them, see wh where you are. On and a blood test. High yeah. on, the, on the blood test. Yeah. It's a simple, I mean, you can measure it with your, with your GP. Mm -hmm. Uh, so see where you are and if it's too high on the range, so maybe your glycemic response is not that great. Mm -hmm. In this case, you still can do intermittent fasting. However, start, start nice and slow. Mm -hmm. Start 
by having three regular meals, avoid snacking first, and then mm-hmm. go into the 12 hours windows, and then you can increase it slowly up to 14 hours of fasting, 10 mm-hmm. hours of eating, nothing yeah. excessive. Because yeah. you're definitely going to get into some sort of trouble if you're trying to just go, as you said, if you go cold turkey and you're just going to do 24-hour fast, <laughs> definitely more damage than and any benefit. It's going to hurt. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not very fun. And if some people have tried it as well. We have a question from, and I'm, I think I'm going to pronounce this properly, but um, Rehu Fenesir. <laughs> yeah. Does it help to lose weight? So we covered that a little bit before. Thank you for asking. And I think what we, the sort of summary to that is that it can, and it has really powerful benefits, but almost looking at the anti-aging benefits and the health benefits as like the number one thing. But num- really, really important is obviously to get your foundation in place first. So if your hormones are out of balance or your gut microbiome is off or you're super stressed out, it's not the time to be adding this controlled stress to your body. So it's almost like, you know, tidy your house first and then you can go for it to do that optimization stage. And then it's really powerful. And then obviously for the time window that you are eating, I mean, if you're going to be eating pizza and ice cream and things like that, you're not going to obviously lose weight. But if you focus on really clean, healthy, amazing foods for your body, then you're going to start feeling amazing as well. Um, and so I Definitely, just wanted to circle, yeah. back, circle back to the hack um, as well that, that we were discussing. So for me, um, what we discovered, what was really amazing was to have a spoonful of, believe it or not, almond butter, but be careful, almond butter that has no sugar or no palm oil added to it. And with that, the blood levels just, um, sorry, the glucose levels overnight just stayed co- completely constant. And I was getting amazing sleep as well. And mm-hmm. so I always think that, you know, you almost become your own own diagnostic, uh, uh, you know, do- doctor almost, I guess, at, at this point. But if you, if you notice something is off, if you notice, for example, you're doing this intermittent fasting and you still have brain fog, something's obviously off. And it's yeah. basically troubleshooting and trying to figure out what the best thing to, to do is as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are some that comment about the uh, blood, uh, the continuous glucose monitoring. Yeah. I, I do agree they're not very accurate because mm-hmm. they're not measuring your glucose in the blood. They are, yeah. It's interstitial um, le- liquid, right? So like it's between the... It's, it's a, between the muscle, exactly. It's in, just a little... Between the muscles, within. between the cells, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not as accurate than the finger prick, but some people just don't like finger pricking all the time. Mm-hmm. So the continuous glucose monitoring does give you some sort of trend. So you'll see if you're reacting yeah. to certain foods, it, you, it will show you. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a valid um, kit, really, just to, to see where you are with your uh, blood glucose um, monitoring yeah. if you're diabetic definitely think a prick would be better mm-hmm. exactly yeah thank you for pointing that out mb insider um and so let's also talk about different types of fasts as well so we talked about obviously the different types of intermittent fasts there are as well but there's so much power also in doing a several day fast and i think it was dr dom d'agostino which i'm sure some of you will be familiar with um he recommends once a quarter a three-day fast and then once or twice a year, a seven to 10 day fast. And I think for a lot of people, they're like, okay, eating, you know, not eating for that amount of time, no way, it's not possible. And you alluded to that before. I think one of the keys is really getting that metabolic flexibility and having your body switch into ketosis as soon as possible. And I came across a really cool hack, and maybe you also have one as well, but one way to get into ketosis pretty fast um if you were to do the three-day fast this is recommended from tim ferris i don't know if some of you have read some of his books you might be familiar with him but basically let's say you want to fast between 
dinner on a Thursday night and dinner on a Sunday night, right? So that would be your three days. So you have a low carb meal on Thursday night. So you have steak with some spinach or whatever it is as well. You go to bed, you try and sleep for part of the day. And then the, the secret is to be out and active, but not excessively active. So you're not doing a HIIT workout, but you're doing a, a fast paced walk with hydration, add some lemon to your water. And that should, within a few hours, you should really start getting into to ketosis already. And you can measure ketosis either with like a urine stick, or you can also do from Abbott Laboratories, a skin prick test as well. You will get slightly different results, but depends how you know, particularly you're trying to be. And by the next morning, you should already be in, in some state of ketosis, maybe at 0.5 MMOL, molimars rather. Um, and the ideal state of mental clarity, I think for many is between um, one and four um, molimars, right? And it's just really, really fantastic. And obviously the more frequently you do it, um, the better you feel. And you're also freeing up so much time to actually do other stuff because you're not thinking about food all the time. <laughs> you're not thinking about the food, exactly. <laughs> What am I going to yeah. do for this meal? Okay, I have to go get yeah. food or whatever as well. So um, yeah, it's really fun. And obviously it's something you could do with friends and, and things as well. Alina, do you have tips for longer day fasts? So for the longer days fast, again, like as, as you mentioned, do not mm -hmm. attempt it unless you know you can, you can do it. And mm -hmm. if you want to try like maybe one to two days to start and see how you feel, that's, uh, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. So Walter Longer, he is one of the researchers into the fast mimicking diet. Mm -hmm. He's got his own diet, which you can follow. It's basically eating a very tiny amount of food throughout the day with some of the nutrients and some of the supplements, which mimics the fasting. So you, you still remain in ketosis, you're burning mm -hmm. fat. However, mm -hmm. you do not lose any nutrients. So mm -hmm. if you're already depleting, depleted in any nutrients, so maybe going for a couple of days of not eating and not a good idea. You need to be in a, in a great state. But... Mm -hmm. Walter's longer, so he recommends, I think it's every once, you do it for a couple of months, like once a month for five days, and then you like a maintenance course. So it's a very mm -hmm. similar idea, but you mm -hmm. be having prepackaged food in, in a way. I, I don't like the idea of having this processed food. It's made yeah. like some soups and powders. Yeah. But for some people who just cannot not eat for such a long time, that mm -hmm. probably could be a good, uh, a good idea. Yeah. And then also organic chicken bone broth, which is obviously amazing for the gut lining as well. But I think in general, that doesn't really kick you out of ketosis, right? So that's also a really good... Um... So certain foods will, will keep you in the ketosis if you want to stay in the ketosis. So, mm -hmm. But again, like it really depends on your personal. Like some people would have a coffee and they wouldn't get mm -hmm. into ketosis, but some would. And mm -hmm. like if you have some bulletproof co coffee... Normally, you would, you would be in, a, in ketosis. You continue mm -hmm. to be in a ketosis. So mm -hmm. some foods are allowed, but then it's, this, is, this is where the personalization comes in. Mm -hmm. um, for me, if, if I want to be fasting, I just do not want to eat anything. Because mm -hmm. like, what's the point? I'm fasting, I'm just going to drink water or I'm mm -hmm. drinking my green tea mm -hmm. and I'm staying in this fasted state. Yeah. And personally, I don't do anything excessive. I'm doing my 14, 14 hours eating, 10 hours Sorry, other way around. 14 hours fasting, 10 hours eating. Yeah. From time to time, this is good enough for me. Mm -hmm. The important point I wanted to, know, uh, to, to mention, it's like, what are you skipping? Are you skipping breakfast or are you mm -hmm. skipping dinner? Mm -hmm. From the circadian, circulation, uh, the circadian rhythms and from mm -hmm. the hormonal perspective, it's much easier to skip dinner, so it works better. Mm -hmm. However, 
if we're going to start skipping dinner all the time, our social lives will be ruined in a way. <laughs> yeah. So finding it something that works for you is really mm-hmm. important. So mm-hmm. I would suggest it is, there is definitely evidence in the, in the research that the first hour when you wake up, ideally mm-hmm. you should be not eating. It's mm-hmm. no point of eating. So you mm-hmm. want to prolong your overnight fast for this extra hour. Yeah. So maybe skipping breakfast and mm-hmm. having earlier dinner. This seems to be the golden type of pattern. So let's say it's 12 to 8 or 12 to 7. So 12 mm-hmm. p.m. it's your lunchtime, 7 mm-hmm. p.m. your dinner, or 12 to 6. Mm-hmm. this works the best but then again like you have to go with what works for you so if you feel that you cannot skip dinner if you're having social occasions planned meetings etc so mm-hmm. stick to the dinner skip breakfast you still yeah. have some benefits yeah and so mbm uh, insiders asking what about mct oil and yeah i mean that's a, a coconut based right the um, multi-chain um, triglycerides and so that basically won't kick you out of uh, ketosis yeah so you would you because it's basically if some people just go, go through this keto diet. They would combine in ketosis and keto diet with intermittent fasting. And mm-hmm. this is where MCT oil could be mm-hmm. helpful. So yeah. you wake up in the morning, you have MCT oil. So you do have some energy, but you're also getting this energy from the fat burning if you are already in ketosis. Mm-hmm. But exactly. for some people, it doesn't kick in overnight. So if you have metabolic inflexibility, you're probably not in ketosis in the morning. Mm-hmm. But if you have a healthy metabolic function, then normally after 12, 13 hours, you are in a slight ketosis. So you mm-hmm. do have benefits of some ketosis in the morning. Exactly. And, and um, I think they call it exogenous ketones, right? So you can take MCTO, which is one of them as well, to, for that energy yep. boost um, also. So yeah, and it's exactly. also good for your brain. Your brain likes uh, MCT oil, yeah. a good quality one, I should say as well. Yeah. Um, let's see what uh, for the, um, things to watch out for, you're welcome. Um, the things to look out for Elena, what are some things that, I mean, we've recapped a little bit at the beginning, but in case anyone is thinking, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm not going to eat for, or maybe starting tonight, I'm not going to eat for so and so many hours. What would you say are kind of the, just the three, four, five things to look out for and, and to do first in order to be successful and doing this as a health optimization thing. So sorting out your hormones would be really important. Mm-hmm. So if you have any issues with your thyroid, if you're on any sort of medication, consult your doctor because mm-hmm. some of the dosages may need to be adjusted. That would be number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I would say uh, there are a lot of complaints about constipation. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of complaints of being irritable, having a low mood and fatigue. Mm-hmm. Those are the three main ones mm-hmm. uh, in terms of side effects. Those are temporary. Just make sure that you drink a lot, mm-hmm. uh, that you hydrate it. And then when you eat, your, your food needs to be quite nutrient and fiber rich. Yeah. However, if you are prone to constipation to start with, and it's not great, you probably need to sort out your constipation before embarking on, on the intermittent fasting because it may definitely aggravate your constipation. Yeah, and I, I think also the constipation, as you'll know, will be to do with your gut health. So it's like there's certain things you can do. And even in a, a couple of weeks, you'll notice a difference in, in sorting out your gut health as well. Um, and then one hack also that I found really, really helpful if you are doing even a longer day fast, um, sparkling water with fresh lemon or fresh lime, it kind of fills you up. And also, if you read, there's a brilliant book by Dr. Jason Fung called The Complete Guide to Fasting, where he really explains it. And phenomenally, he's able to get people off type 2 diabetes medication in the matter, the, the, the space of months. 
but also to understand that the hunger hormone is actually only temporary. So if you're feeling hunger, it, it's going to pass. It might be 20 minutes, it might be half an hour, it might be an hour. So if you, you know, fill that time with having some sparkling water, um, I like to put it with lemon or, or fresh lemon or, or lime um, just to mix it up or whatever as well, it will pass and then you don't feel hungry anymore. And I think mm. for people who've done it the first time, they're like, you know, I'm not hungry. I feel like my, yeah. my mental clarity is, is, is there again. I feel amazing. So it's a really exciting yeah. tool um, and really, really great for longevity and anti-aging benefits as well. So, yeah. Definitely. I love Jason Funk. He's got great books and he definitely explains it really well. Yeah. He's got some YouTube videos as well for, for, for people to watch. Yeah, amazing. Elena, have we covered everything? Anything mm -hmm. else anybody wants to ask from um, everyone on, on, online at the moment before we sign off? I think Elena, we've covered a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck Amazing. with fasting, guys. Just find that find the fasting pattern that works for you, and this yeah. is the main the mental. It's a great tool to use, mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah, and play around with it. Have fun. You know, have an accountability buddy. I think those are always really, really great as well. Um, and any questions, obviously, you, you can reach out to Elena and myself uh, with them. So it was so Fantastic. great to have you on, Elena. Thanks so much, and uh, thank for you for joining in and watching the replay. We'll continue with our series, right? So yes, we hopefully we'll find something, something else. Something we have another topic talk. as well. Thank you, Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. Okay, Thanks. bye. 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 Hey everyone, it's Claudia here. Before you take off, I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned as much as I did. If so, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on our next episodes. I would also love to hear what you thought, be it your favorite part, quote, or other feedback from the episode. So please leave a written review on Apple Podcasts or on social media. And if you think this episode will help someone in your own life, share it with them. Together, we can change our own lives and the lives around us for the better. Until next week, goodbye, farewell, and choose to live well. Yeah.